I am your host, Darius Velasquez, and you're listening to The Melancholy Condition. Welcome to Season 2. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money from podcasts? The answer to every single one of these questions is pretty simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. The reason why I love Anchor is just because it's easy. It's simple. It's on my phone. I don't use any exterior hardware. I don't got to do anything really, but just pick up my phone, open the Anchor app, press record, invite my guests, and boom, you have the melancholy condition. So if you want to start your podcast, do so today. Go to anchor.fm. Hey there. I'm here. Awesome. I can hear you loud and clear now. It might have been because I was hooked up to my Wi-Fi. No, you're good. No worries, man. Awesome. Sorry, I was taking a drink. Have you ever had kombucha before? I have. I have. I like this stuff. This one's delicious. Which one's that one? It's uh, the Holy Kombucha Berry Passion. It's the probiotic tea. Um, It's a new brand. I just tried it last week, and it was good. I usually drink the Synergy. Um, Okay. Mix and match them. Anyways, let's jump into here. We'll give it a five count, and then we'll get okay. started. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of The Melancholy Condition. I have Devin Youngblood from The Youngblood Life. Devin, go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> How you doing, man? Well, I am Devin Youngblood. I am, I guess, I I don't know what I am. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, well, I guess I, you know, I'm a podcaster, YouTuber, um, I, uh whatever else you can think of that's what i do for a living it's kind of you know I, what i like doing it's kind of fun to be able to talk about things and do things that that are enjoyable to the ears and to the people and and have fun with my family so why not so that's that's me <laughs> what does your youtube videos usually consist of man so so basically our youtube and and uh and so oh, 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 quick real quick little excerpt here basically quick um Usually, our our you we used to have multiple things going on at one time, and so uh-huh. we finally just consolidated into one brand, one style, one thing. So our YouTube is pretty much like an offshoot of our podcast. Uh-huh. It, it's kind of more of our daily life, is what it is. Kind of like okay. a like a family like a vlog. vlog. Okay. Yeah, like a nice. vlog. So, but we you know, instead of doing it five days a week like we used to do, we actually only do it twice a week now. So oh, five days a week would be reckless. <laughs> oh well, I got friends of mine do it seven days a week, and there ain't no way. And <laughs> yeah, that would ever try, try that. I mean, we did it w- once for like a month. I'm like, I am not recording every day of my life. So yeah, that's <laughs> so, crazy. I don't think we, I could do that. I think we, you'd have to do that in like. You know, you'd have to mitigate it. You'd have to do like a month on, a month off, or something. Oh yeah, you, well, I mean, you look at a lot of a lot of YouTubers get get that YouTube burnout, which is makes yeah. them, and the, and so they get going really well, they make money, and then all of a sudden they just die off, and everybody's like, "What happened to them?" Well, because they were just trying to feed the beast all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> so. think I, you know, I actually attacked something like that in the beginning of the year or last year. Um, I started this YouTube series called All Bullshit Aside. Okay. Basically, it was just me and my buddy Frank, and we just talked about like just things, like it kind of. Almost everything that I've done as far as YouTube has been 
focused around like mental health and okay the first one i did was called um cerebral expansion and that was just like little videos of me talking um with like it would be me and my buddy from houston dylan and we would just talk it was very scripted though it was very very scripted we would write things down and kind of try to memorize it and then it just sucked um (laughs) (laughs) it, it was a good message but it's just we didn't the delivery was terrible well, it's 100% of memorizing things and not having a experience with scripts, you know? Well, the reality when it comes to most YouTube, and this is what most people think, most, well, most people don't really think. Most people think, especially when it comes to, like, to family bloggers and a lot of stuff like that, a lot of that stuff that you see is kind of fake. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, they'll have like the moments that are real as far as what they're doing, but they'll, they literally, most every YouTuber that I know, and I know from, you know, from, Oh, your your big time vloggers all the way to down to whatever, and they they literally pick a day. Okay, Monday we're going to talk about this. Tuesday we're going to talk about this. I mean, I have a buddy of mine. He he goes and uh, and he he does tech stuff, and he doesn't own any of the tech. I mean, he literally mm-hmm. he, he's like, okay, I'm gonna the brand new iPhone comes out, so he's like, I'm gonna go get some new iPhone. The video is all about him getting a new iPhone. He just records the dang thing in the Apple Store. Really? <laughs> and he's, he's doing done- pretty well with that. Oh yeah, he does pretty well. I mean, but it's still fake. He doesn't own a dang iPhone. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's interesting. So, yeah, you know, but that's that's the I guess that's the normal life of most YouTubers. They, you know, they most of them. It's it's all. I mean, I I had a kid once come up to me and uh, he recognized me. He's like, I love your channel. I'm like, oh, thanks, no problem. And we're we're a small channel, no big deal. Oh. I don't care. I don't care either way. But and he says he says, so how, I want to do this. How do I need to do this? I said, well, here's what you do. And it, I said, you need to. Take a calendar and say, figure out how often you're going to post. And then you say, what do I talk about this day? Mm-hmm. What do I talk? And, I said, then, and then you just fill in the gap with actually what does happen. But the reality is most of that video is going to be built upon one idea. And that's yeah. how it works. Yeah. And he's like, really? That's it? He goes, I just, don't rec- <laughs> I just don't record. I'm like, you can. I said, we just record and we just post whatever we, whatever we, whatever we record. But <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. No, I, and you know. I used to do a lot of following with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay. And, um, that's all he talks about, really, you know, is just documenting opposed to curating. Because whenever you curate, it becomes super, super scripted, and it be- you lose it. You lose well, it. Well, that, that's it. And that, that's like, you know, for our YouTube channel, we just basically, we document. That's all it's for. I mean, and, and we, we started it because, you know, my family is scattered all over the country. I mean, I'm, I'm number six of seven kids. And, you know, oh, we're geez. scattered all over this entire country. And you know, my brothers want to see what's going on. My parents want to see what's going on. So, and I started just by posting it on YouTube. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I got a check in the mail. This was years and years and years ago. I got a check in the mail. I'm like, oh, cool. What's this about? <laughs> so I thought it was fake. <laughs> really? And then I, now, YouTube was, don't pay nobody. Well, it was, it, this was back in the day when you actually would get a check in the mail versus uh-huh. it goes direct deposit. Yeah. And so I'm like, I sat on my desk at my, because I've always, I've worked, always worked out of my house, but it's on my desk forever. My wife's like, what's this? And I don't know. I said, I'll call them figure it out. I said, it's probably some scam. So I call and, and I, I've talked, if I actually finally get through to talk to somebody and they're like, oh, no, that's your, that's your ad revenue check. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, you signed up to be a partner with us. I'm like, well, I don't remember. I just filled out a bunch of paperwork when I built my channel. <laughs> <laughs> of course that was multiple channels ago and things like that but yeah so things change <laughs> that i heard that process now of becoming a youtube partner is a little bit harder now it is it is they require you know more out of well they require more but also the reality is if you you can partner if you if they let everyone partner with them from the beginning um you're not really going to make a ton of money anyway unless yeah. you unless you're in like that top five ten percent 
you're making pennies and that yeah. and that's uh that, that's well that's off of you that's off of the that youtube google check i mean if you do it right like we do we usually do a lot of a lot of brand deals a lot of uh, uh you know working with with products and product placement and so that's mm-hmm. you know I, my my son will be wearing a t-shirt and guess what boom we got paid for that that type of thing where oh, okay that, that's, that's art though because that's like that's that like movie style advertising you know you yeah, that's exactly sponsored right by sony and now every dvd player and tv and that movie is sony but people don't realize that well they it, well they get they do see it but that's why they go buy it they'll say they, yeah, they, yeah. It's, it's all sub, done subliminally <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's interesting that's interesting well that's marketing though that's how that all works I mean, 100 yeah i mean product you, placement the only reason and it's so funny because my, my my background is sales and marketing and i left yeah. i left i left that business um to work out of my house and make podcasts and youtube videos <laughs> Dude, that's a step man i wish i could just jump on that right now i'm an idiot don't do that no it's <laughs> uh, fun though i mean even if you aren't making like if you're not a millionaire but you're happy like i think that's what it all stems down to is like okay you stop being stressed all the time or should i say stressed because you know this is a stressful job podcasting and well, YouTubing and, but what I'm, it, i guess what i'm kind of getting it's at a different here, type of stress yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, but it's it doesn't feel like stress, right? Well, because you you want to do it. Well, I can tell you for me. I so, I guess this can kind of follow along with with this whole theme of your of your, your podcast here. But the reality is, um, for me, I was traveling so much when I, when we when my wife and I we first first got married. Uh-huh. Um, this is shoot. This was back in what two thousand one. Um, when we have been married for eighteen years. Woohoo! Now, um, congratulations. But, uh, <laughs> actually, it was just a few weeks back. But um, so we, I was tra- I, that first year we were married. I was home, literally. I was home in my house with my wife, probably about two months out of the entire year, because uh-huh. I was work, working for a company that, that had me on the road, literally all the time, and I was doing sales and and marketing and things like that with all these different companies, and I was work, trying to work up my way up that that corporate ladder and stressing about that, and then you know, then on top of that, then I started my own business the following uh, the year after be, uh, we were married, and so I was gone a lot after that, and so I I missed a lot of, of seeing my kids grow up, mm-hmm. and so. I would be gone and I come back and I'd see my kids getting bigger and they'll be gone. Hey, they said their first words and I'd be gone. And I, and so it, uh, it was for me, it put, it put a, a good toll on you. Cause you're like, I'm missing all this. I want to yeah. see this. Yeah. And so I, and I missed all that. And so then I, I decided to make a change. And so I took a different job and trying to figure out the whole routine of, you know, of life, which is kind of very difficult because you don't really know what you want to do until after you start doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, no, for sure. And so we, we, you know, I started pushing more and more on our, on our uh, own personal stuff, which was not making any, us hardly any money. And so I started thinking, you know what, I can start a, why don't I start working with the brand, the companies I used to work with? So I'd contact them and some of them wanted to work with us, some of them didn't. And I got to the point, I'm like, listen, you pay me nothing unless something sells. Let's do affiliate stuff. Let's do yeah. affiliate marketing. Okay. And they're like, well, tell me about it. And so then I started, if I sell something, I drop a link, something sells, you write me a check. That's all you have to do. If nothing sells, you got free advertising and we're and it's a win-win for both of us. And so mm-hmm. that started working. People were like, oh, I like this. I like this. And so it started building up, building up. And so it made it where I could be home more. And so I officially left my job so I can do this because, you know, I want to see my kids grow up. I want to see Absolutely. what, what ta- see, see them going to school, pick them up from school, you know, go to a lunch with my kids at school sometimes, you know, that type of stuff. That seriously mm-hmm. was what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah no no that's good though that's good not a lot of people i think put that into 
fruition. Um, something I want to touch on that you kind of mentioned earlier was, I uh, think oh, it just slipped my mind. You're good. No it always happens. Um, <laughs> no, it was about when people, you know, they have to experience something before they know what they want to do. I think a lot of people have a hard time accepting that. I think a lot of people think that they should know what, like, especially in my age group, right? I'm 21. Okay. I think a lot of people in my age group think that they should already have an idea of what they want to do, not having lived enough life. Well, I can say that's BS. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, here, okay. Here's the thing. I mean, we, 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 we and I'm one, I'm, this is going, well, within reason. Yeah. Here, here's, here's how more, most people live. Most people live in this routine and they live in the routine of, and they think that this is how the world is supposed to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, in our world, even our schools teach, you go to school, learn, educate yeah. yourself and you need education no matter what you need education of course. and i'm i'm a big proponent of education we have to have education but the, what, what happens is with, with especially in public schools um you go to school you learn how to do things learn how to basic stuff learn how to live a little bit as far as the rules of of you know society and then you go and they tell you okay now we know my, my kids just had a, a class at school so it's like a, a two-day course on how to get student loans and i'm here going I'm here going. Why? <laughs> and then, no, seriously. And the, and they're going. And the and the and the uh, the the uh, um, counselor that was over all this. And, and I pulled her to the side. I'm like, Why are we teaching this stuff? Well, kids need to know it because their next step is college. I said, But what if their next step is not college? Yeah. And she's going. But it should be. I said, Here's the problem I have. I said, I believe college is 100% necessary. I want my doctor to have gone to school to be a doctor. Of course, you want your your uh, lobotomist to be able to do brain surgery, not off YouTube videos, right? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> but then on the other side, if someone wants to be a plumber, dude, go get a job with a plumber and do your do uh, do the internship. The, yeah, follow those. Guys. Go to trade school. That's all you. I mean, really, a lot of these jobs that we were that need to be filled these days, mm-hmm. people manual you know, labor I, stuff. Yeah, well, seriously, it will even do in social media. The reality is, that you, you can go to school to be to learn social media, mm-hmm. simple and easy. But the reality is, and I've I, I've learned this from, uh, firsthand, and I've been told this from uh, some of these social media teachers in in college. The stuff that they're teaching is literally five to ten years old, because it's it, it updates so quickly. It's like a, you know, buy the computer. You buy a brand new computer today, give your, give it a couple of days, it's outdated. There's a better, yeah. there's a faster yeah. processor. There's this always out. And so he says, we, we, it's, it's in, in reality, we just teach, teach a theory of how it works, but you really don't know what's going to work until you actually do it. Yeah, I think the adage behind getting, I mean, because I've done social media marketing for clients and it sucks what sometimes. I, what was that? <laughs> it sucks sometimes, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, no, it's terrible. But what I'm going to kind of touch on, I think the adage behind that is like when people, as far as what, I, when it, what I've experienced, Whenever you're looking for clients, and I think this is probably with a lot of like self, you know, solopreneur type stuff, um, for some reason, people want to see a certification, even though they don't right. understand. The, well, you know what I mean? For some reason, that means a lot. Like one of my old companies, um, we had a guy contracted that did raps. This guy's from Vegas. Right. Right. And he was like, hey, man, we need to get more rap jobs in. We need to get some signs built. We need, you know, this guy built like, you know, 30 foot LED signs in Las Vegas. This guy's wrapped like full, you know, 30 foot trailers. So he has the experience and all we have to do is look at his resume and say, Hey, look, he's worked with the past 15, uh, fortune 500 
you know, a graphics companies, but another graphics company in town, they had a certification from right. some rap company and everybody flooded their line because they had the certification. Granted, we expressed this man's, you know, certifications. It just, I think maybe it also depends on the certain amount of, um, you know, the people in the town. Well, it, 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 the, the best kind of advertising in reality is actually word of mouth. It, yeah. it, it doesn't matter what, how much money. I, I, I see people throwing seriously thousands and thousands of dollars on Facebook advertising just to gain like one new follower. Yeah. And I'm here going, you're doing it wrong. I mean, if, if you're doing it that way, you're really, literally, literally doing it wrong. But the reality is you, it, you have to, you know, it's, it's like anything. How do you want to go viral? You know, mm-hmm. the reality is I want this video to go viral. How do I make a video go viral? So there's, there's a couple ways. One, it's literally shareable. That's, that's the key yeah. thing. People yep. like it and they're going to share it with their friends. Their friends are going to share it. That is true viral. The that's second... how my little brother went viral, actually, to okay. kind of touch on that. He, oh, nice. um, whenever Pokemon Go came out, my little brother, he raps and stuff like that. So whenever oh, Pokemon Go came out, they dressed up as Ash and Pikachu and they okay. ran around town. Um, and the people would watch them, you know what I mean? And then whenever a group of people would watch them, you know, mess around in a park, they would stop and then they would rap. They would right. rap this Pokemon rap that they they made, and then you know the song, um, the video went along with it, and it got like a million and a half views in like a week or two, and that's which how they, is, which is seriously incredible. Yeah, that, and, yeah, and and that's true going viral. The reality is, with going viral these days, and for the most part, it takes money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you're you're paying for people to you're paying the ads for people to see it then people see the ads and they turn around they spend they then they'll start sharing it and it's so hard to go viral these days because everybody wants that wants to go viral so they're doing extreme <laughs> random and then it gets a lot of clickbaity too uh, uh, well that that's my pet peeve i mean i don't clickbait nothing i yeah. hate clickbait even yeah. even when it comes to podcasts I've, I've, I've clicked on some podcasts i'm like oh that, that sounds interesting and i'm here going really when do we get to this part <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get so irritated, especially whenever, like, you know, I'm on social media and I'll see a blog post like, oh, this happened to this person and they're furious. And you click on it. It's like, oh, this person just retweeted it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And (laughs) I just get so I've stopped, man, because of that reason, I've stopped clicking on shit. Well, unless it's something that I like, I'd say a reputable uh, person or a reputable uh, company. I'm like, okay, I ain't reading it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you, you kind of can see the, the you know these days you kind of can see the the trend of how people are trying to get that clickbait, and you're yeah. like, okay, I know that's a scam. I'm not even. I feel like Vice is doing that a lot now. Vice has gotten very clickbaity. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. I used to be a big fan of Vice, man. I used to be a real big fan of Vice, and I used to be a big fan of um, uh, what else? uh the everyday hustle i think okay Absolutely. that one was good and those were they, and i just feel like things nowadays are just they want those conversions but they're not like they don't have the hook in them you know what i mean you get the conversion you get there and then you're like wow fuck, five pages i'm not reading this i'm going home well no that's exactly right well it's it's kind of like you know the, the the videos we post you know just for I'd say family vlog. Family vlogs don't go viral. That they yeah. they, just, they just stay consistent, and that's what it is. Besides that Daniel kid, right? Oh, Daniel right. Well, that that's a, up his toys. That's a different story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, you know, the, the one of the highest paid YouTubers is that uh, you never see her face. You never see uh, you only see her hands and you hear her voice. And I'm not convinced that it's actually her voice either. Um, but it's the uh, um, uh, magic egg. Or, uh, yeah, the magic egg lady. And she's actually sitting there. She's opening up these candy eggs just to get the toy out of the middle of it. And she makes that's, it? that's all she does. That's all you see is her hands <laughs> opening up this thing. And little kids sit there for hours. I know our, our youngest son would sit there for hours and watch this lady. I'm like, oh, my oh, gosh. Man. <laughs> How that's is that even possible? <laughs> why? Yeah. Uh, and that's why I think a lot of those things go viral because of the – you know, those things get added to the autoplay lists. No, correct. After so many people watch them. And then you have your kid that decides he wants to sit in his room for six hours with his iPad and just let that B-roll play. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and then sometimes it's the same video over and over again. I've noticed that because my, my girlfriend's nephews, they do that. And they'll yeah. sit there, you know, if we're eating or something and watch these videos. And I've like peeked over and I'm like, is it changing? Do you what? keep starting it over? Like, <laughs> so, I, 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 Well, it's for me. Okay. So for, for me, YouTube is a weird thing for, especially for when it comes to the gaming stuff. So I, I'm going to age myself. I'm, I, I turned 41 here in a couple of days. And <laughs> okay. Happy birthday, just. Man. Right. And I, I sit and I watch my kids watch these gaming videos. They're watching Fortnite. I'm like, yeah, why are you watching it? Go play it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, this guy's really good. I'm like, go get good. Go, right. I mean, why are we watching these videos of, of kids playing? I, I get it. I, it's entertainment. I understand that. But, but it, or even like, you know, Minecraft. Why, why are we watching this? I mean, you know, I remember whenever Minecraft videos first started blowing up. And I was, um, I had friends, we'd play, we'd, we'd actually get on our Xbox and I was like my freshman year and we'd sit there for hours. We'd connect four screens and we'd all play Minecraft. Like, oh, what are you building? Oh, nothing. Well, check this guy out on YouTube. He's building a dojo. And we're like, oh, what? And, then, you know, I look back at that and I'm like, did we really do that for that long? Well, I, I'm sitting here going, if I wanted to see graphics like that, I'd pull out my old Atari, my old, uh, you know, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds horrible. I'm like, I'm like, no, I, but it's true though because it's all eight bit, right? I'm like, I don't want to watch eight bit, you know, gaming. Yeah, I know for sure. <laughs> I think the only reason that blew up though in its times of period was because everybody was trying to be as realistic as possible. Then Correct. you have this random company just like, hey, what if we didn't? Right. No, <laughs> no, no I, mean? I get it. And there is some, there is some authenticity to to this to to the whole Minecraft deal. And I get it, but I still, I'm here going. Don't watch the videos. Just go play the game. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's what it's here for. Go play it. Have fun with it. Yeah, but I can learn how to do this. Okay, I get it. You're, you're basically, I guess, the new the watching uh, videos, gaming videos, is also like the cheat. When I was a kid, we'd have to to know the cheats to to uh, like oh, Mario Brothers. Yeah, we have to go yeah. buy the dang magazine for twenty five bucks <laughs> and bring it home, and you're looking, reading like, oh, that's where I can jump and get, and skip a whole level. I mean, I'd, so yeah, I guess that's the only way nowadays. But yeah, <laughs> no, I get it. So, what do you think? I mean, with you're, you know, you kind of expressed some of your issues that you had with your day job um, before the transition to YouTubing and podcasting. Um, what are some of the things that you noticed right away? Like whenever you made the transition in yourself, whenever you decided to pursue this thing that made you less stressed out, what are the first couple of things that you kind of noticed? Well, that were, that were a positive change, I guess. That were, were a positive change? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, one, I had, you know, I, I was, I, I guess I'll, I'll back, backtrack a little bit. Part of it was, you know, I noticed that I was not happy. Uh-huh. And so, and because I wasn't happy with what I was, with what I was doing and who I was working for. I mean, for the most part, when you're working for, when you have a job, um, you're, you're te- technically your entire goal is to, and this is, this is over generality here, but um, hmm. it, your job is to make the company or the person that you work for more rich and they provide yep. and they give you a little bit of money in return just to keep you happy, mm-hmm. you know, which is not doesn't necessarily keep you happy. It's just enough to t- pay the bills and you can go buy a couple of cool little fancy little things for your house or whatever. But, and so for myself, the, the, the positive change was I, was, I was sitting here and going, I wanted for me, I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be, be home with my kids. And so the, the positive part of it all was, you know, the, the day that I actually did it and when we, when I, Cut the cord, I guess. If you if you would cut the cord with with the corporate entities, I'm here. Yeah. Going, I'm here going. You know what? I want to be in charge of what I want to do. I want to be in charge of my life. I want, you know. And so what, that when I did it, I mean, it was scariest crap that you can ever do. I mean, going, <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, it's like okay, I no longer have that guaranteed check coming in. Did yeah. you have like a a rainy day fund or something like that to cover like the next? Because you know, I know whenever. At least yeah. this is what I was taught in economics. You know, if you can quit a job to have like three to six months saved up. <laughs> uh, which i now as i'm growing older it's kind of like well if you're at that only job and you know that job pays check to check is that realistic but anyways that was just well was I, you, you can't I, well what we did my rainy day was i cashed in my 401k okay so that ended up giving Taxed. us yeah all day oh <laughs> they, they took all the i mean I'm, I'm here going awesome i got x amount of dollars in my 401k and and I, like, I think i think well, I had like uh, I think I had like twenty two thousand dollars in my four hundred one k, and so I we end up getting little little over half. <laughs> yep, yep, sounds about right. And so we took that. We made sure all our bills were covered. I mean, first priority, cover bills. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, I'm here going, okay. I, I didn't go out and blow with money and say, okay, I want new equipment. I mean, you know, I, I I knew what I had, but I did buy a couple of things that I didn't have that would make life a little bit easier. Um, but you know, and I, I bought a, a mic. I wasn't an expensive mic because so I wanted to do podcasting and things like that. I just mm-hmm. bought, I just bought a little uh, blue, uh, was it a blue the snowball? snowball? Yeah, the snowball. Okay. I mean, and it's a good mic. I mean, I like the mics. They're good you mics. Know, actually, um, keep talking, but I'm gonna look this up real quick because I'm pretty sure that same brand is the the mic that I'm looking at getting, but it's an actual podcasting mic. So the blue, the snowball microphone, they have two versions of it. Yeah. I think it's it's Yeti that makes that company that company, right? Yeah. So, well, so Blue is the company, and Blue owns has a Yeti mic, which is a really good mic too. Um, the one that I like to get just for, especially when you're using it with this Anchor app, which I love the Anchor app, by the way. Um, it that, I, that one that works really well for that one is actually and it plugs straight into the, your your phone or your iPad or whatever um, if you're going, especially on the go. Because that's one thing we're going we're this coming year, this year, if not first of next year. Uh, we're going to do, start doing more traveling, so I'm going to get the blue raspberry, which okay. it, it's uh, more of a compact, but it's the sound is amazing. Um, do um whenever you're doing it through your phone, like so? You, wait, first let me ask. Um, you're going to be doing this through your phone, right? Whenever yeah. you're traveling. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my thing right now because I haven't bought the mic that I want to that hooks up to the computer to right. officially set up my station, so I'm also doing everything through my phone. Um, do you have a splitter for your headphones? I do. I do. You do? Okay, interesting. Okay, I just had to check. I have the iPhone X and it doesn't have a headphone jack. So, 
Yeah, you you, you, <laughs> you, you, you got to do that. You got to have the splitter. So now with the blue mic, the, the Raspberry, if I remember right, I think it has a uh, actual headphone jack in the mic itself. Okay. Nice. So that that makes life a little bit easier. Makes, yeah, a lot easier. Well, so. the mic I'm looking at is the Yeti Caster. Okay. Oh comes yeah. Comes with the arm and the. Yeah, it comes with everything. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, of mine, he's getting ready to start. A, I'm actually helping him produce his uh, his podcast. Um, and he's he just he just ordered that, got that in. Um, he, he's nervous as I'll get out to start start one. He's got well, my company. know I'm doing this. I'm like, why does your company even need to know? He's like, well, shouldn't I tell them? I'm like, are you talking about your company? He goes, no. I said, are you going to talk about things that your company does? He says, no. I said, this is your hobby, right? He goes, yeah. I said, why do you got to tell your company? Do you tell your company every time you go to the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, that's true, though. It's true. I mean, there are companies that literally like to own you and own the air you breathe and and own everything you do. I mean, that's my old neighbor. We 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 moved out to Utah. Like it's just we've been out here for almost five years now. from a company, uh, you know, move, actually moved us out here and they got bought out by Amazon. So oh, I'm, wow. technically I've been doing this on my own for probably four years now. Nice. That's what I was, I was, so yeah. And so, um, but we, um, we moved out here from Nashville and, uh, it's, a, it, it, I don't know. It, it's, it, things have changed. I mean, it's, it's, you know, friends name changed. I mean, I've got my old friend back in Nashville though, you know, his, his daughter, was stuck in a ridiculously crazy contract with with the uh, Disney. Of course, you know how do you how do you, how do you get out of a Disney contract? Yeah, you go crazy. I mean, Britney Spears. <laughs> well, seriously, Britney Spears did. You look at all these different uh, people. You have to act like you're crazy or whatever. So, you know, his daughter did the same thing. Now she's coming back to her roots, and she's no longer tied with Disney. So she Jeez. can do what she wants. I mean, Miley's yeah. Miley, good old Miley Cyrus. She can do anything she wants to now. Yeah, so. yeah. Jeez, <laughs> so. man. Um, so as far as like yourself, what kind of, I, you know, I understand you weren't happy with the job that you had and you wanted to spend more time with your kids. How did you motivate yourself to actually make this decision? Cause I know sometimes that can be pretty scary, right? Some people hold on to the thought of it for years and don't make any action. Well, so I've, I've always been raised to, you know, don't just talk about it, do it. And of course you always want to have a plan. And mm-hmm. if you have a plan to, to do something, um, just so you know, it never goes to plan. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good to have a plan, but does the plan change? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it was just the, 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 the leading up to doing it all was, you know, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. And then the day that we decided to do it, you know, my wife and I, we did it. And it al- almost felt like everything w- went the total wrong direction <laughs> <laughs> seriously and it, and so we're like okay what do we do and so you just you know for me it was like just keeping the faith and saying okay i know we can do this i know you know we we i, I it's, it's going to be hard and mm-hmm. but by sticking to our guns and, and and just following through i mean most a lot of people would give up and go get their job back again and i, I could have asked for my job back i could have done that stuff like that and stayed but why do I, I really want the sanity? I want to be happy. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's what everybody needs. Everybody deserves to be happy. Don't they? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people are willing to, I think, I don't know, they're willing to undermine themselves and sacrifice a little bit of happiness because it's scary to go out and do and figure it out. You know what I mean? It's scary to go out and figure out not only what you want to do, because I don't think a lot of people, first of all, have given it that much thought. And also it's scary to figure out how to make that thing work for you. Right. 
Well, and and how we, you know, what we originally, you know, like I said, we originally were going to do more vlogging and things like that, but but that, I mean, seriously, that's taxing. I mean, I, yeah. I, I was staying up till you know two, three in the morning editing Especially videos. If you're editing, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And that little. No, I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The the editing I did for that YouTube series that I did with um a buddy of mine. It was terrible editing everything, the transitions, the titles, having to read didn't work. Um, I just couldn't, you know what I mean? Well, I just couldn't. Well, you know, I would spend, you know, we'd record every day. Of course, even now, like the stuff that we post to YouTube or Facebook, the videos, um, you know, it only goes up twice a week. But what you see may have happened last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we record a lot of stuff, but on the other side, we don't really post everything right then because honestly, I wanted that sanity of saying, I don't have to be immediate. Now, if something does trend and we want to talk about it immediately, then we'll record that and we'll post that. But then whatever we had that are in the coffers, if you will, that will go up the, the following week. Mm-hmm. See, my that's how I kind of do my podcast. I record and record and record, and then I just release two episodes a week. And, you know, I just keep everything backstocked. Well, and that's the way it should be. I mean, it, honestly, you don't need to be stressed out saying, okay, I need to post uh, X, you know, this has got to go up this week. I mean, how, how many podcasts do you usually do a week? Um, sometimes it gets, like, if I have a lot of free time, for instance, last last week I recorded six. Okay. But how, recorded, many, how, how many of those actually get posted that week? Um, I already had two posted for that week. So okay. none of them. So you're so you're posting what two a week is one two a week yeah, yeah okay okay so but that, that's what I'm saying so you got a backlog and that backlog actually saves your butt so you can actually take a vacation yeah if I wanted to I absolutely could you know what I mean I could just take off I could create my content schedule it out and then just take a nap well and, and but, but that, that gives you that free that that peace of mind so you can say okay I'm good content's posted content's going up that but then if something was to happen that comes up trending and you're like hey i want to talk about this then you can just reschedule stuff and it's done you post it and that's all it takes and that and that's that's kind of what we we wanted to do we're like you know what we want to free up our life where we can do what we'd like to do so was your wife on board with everything first of all yes and no that's what i want to ask okay well how does that play out for you all right so (laughs) You know, my wife trusts me. That that's one okay. thing that we've you know, we've been married eighteen years. She trusts me in, in things I do. She knows I won't do anything that'll put us in in financial danger. Jeopardy. Okay. Yeah. But on the other side, she knows if something does start to go down, she knows I'll I'll jump in and, and say, okay, I'll go get this. I'll go do this and make make it happen. You know. Yeah. Um. So it's good to have someone that trusts you. It, it, but then on the other side, it, it, the the hard part was giving up that um security you know you when you have a job working for somebody you have a security blanket it's always mm-hmm. there yeah you know you know as long as you go into work and do do x amount of work every day and the things that are asked of you that paycheck's gonna be there guaranteed that health insurance is gonna be there guaranteed absolutely yeah but and then when you when you venture out on your own it's kind of like okay what about health insurance what about if the car breaks down what mm-hmm. about yeah yeah no i <laughs> get if, that I what if life happens? Something for me that where I had to kind of push my, when I first started my, you know, marketing agency to push myself to do it. I, um, I'm a big fan of superhero movies and I related it to whenever Batman in the, um, the movie with Bane, 
whenever yeah, he's trying to yeah. get out of that tunnel and uh, he, yeah. de- he doesn't make it because that rope's tied onto him. But the minute he took that security off, he's like, I better jump real hard. You know what I mean? And I kind of use that as an analogy for myself. Like, well, it's true. They took it away. You know what I mean? And I think some people that's necessary, but also I have a book called the 10% entrepreneur by Patrick McGinnis. Uh-huh. Um, have you read it? I've, I've skimmed through it. Buddy of mine has. I, he, he said when he gets done with it, I get to read it. But I've heard of it, and I'm, I've skimmed through it quickly. It actually looks pretty good. Yeah, it's so. a good book. And, you know, he talks about as well is like some people that have chased the dream but, you know, may have not had the proper tools to do it, may have just been too much of a stress load, may have not even been mentally there all the way, and it just right. didn't work for them. You know, they went bankrupt. They go broke. They lose a family. They lose friends. You know what I mean? Well, shoot, what's his name? Uh, um, Colonel Sanders with Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he. He he what didn't become successful till he was what in his sixties. Yeah, I mean I, seriously, everything he lo- almost lost pretty much everything until finally he's like, okay, chicken, <laughs> <laughs> chicken. I like the way you put that. Same thing for Sam Walton though, right? Because oh, he no, do, have, have a lot of issues. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, and then and but yeah, that's well, it's it's like it's it seems like it's like well, you look at the beginnings of uh, what's named uh, Jeff Bezos with the uh, with Amazon. You know, and I, of course, I, I sit back and I and I hear I hear people giving his wife a hard time because she wants a piece of the pie of of, mm-hmm. of of through their divorce. But I'm here going, you know what? She put up with the stress of thinking that this they could go broke. She put up with the stress of of him, uh, you know, long hours being gone and all this other stuff. I mean, I get it. And so, I honestly, I, I'm on her side. I'm like, she deserves it. <laughs> yeah. But I then mean, again, at opinion. the same time, she's like, in. If I'm not mistaken, she's still having a lot of money cut to her every month, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Because the court I mean, she, case went like, um, she, it, she, she, she'll be very well taken care of either way. But yeah. I mean, I, well, but I mean, her I, attorney said like, you know, my client has a, a life that she's grown accustomed to, so she needs this much money every month. There is actually some very much truth to that, but the the sad part is that that's the part of the divorce that no one really likes likes to talk about. Yeah, uh, it's it, it, <laughs> you know it, it's it, I hate to say that I've never not, I'm not a fan of prenup, but the reality is if you ever think you're gonna make it, yeah, you better get you you better get you a prenup. So, so then and and make it pretty blank, uh, you know, put it in there. Say you will be taken care of if this does not work out, but business did work out. You you will be taken care of based on this right here, yeah. and even put a percentage on it, and because then that that would you know so so that they're covered. But I mean, and that's just. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, she she'll be taken care of no matter what. But on the other side, I can't, I don't know about you know, we don't really see the personal lives of people. Uh, we only see what what they allow people allow you to see. And so, who knows? She could have been cheating. He could have been cheating. They both could have been cheating, and they just grew apart from each other because of it. And then so this just came down to hey, I, the uh, attorneys get involved, saying hey, you should get more money, and you know how that works. I mean, that's. I, you know, I hate I hate lawyers, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean lawyers make everything difficult. Yeah. But also they they're good for when they, you need them though. That's the other part. <laughs> so, as for anyone out there that's listening, um, okay. what kind of advice do you think you could give someone that's like in their situation where they're they have an idea of what they want to do with their life, but they want to they they want to maybe take your approach. You know, they have this thing that they're doing. They don't know who believes in them, but they want to jump after it. As for um, someone I'd that's say kind first, of chased a, a frugal don't, career, don't don't be afraid of failure. I mean, because in reality, it could blow up in your face. I mean, I really, that's 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 <laughs> that's the hard one to stomach. I mean, you know, I, we honestly, what we're what my wife and I are doing right now, we it could totally fail on us tomorrow. I mean, it could, and 
if it does, then guess what? I'll figure it out. <laughs> but yeah. no, I mean, you, 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 you know, be, just do it. I mean, honestly, you have to do it. If you don't take the chance, I mean, you have to take the chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you, you, yes, have, you know, I, I can't say we have a plan B. We haven't put it together. Maybe I have a plan B that, that'll pop in my head if, if something wants to happen, but you just got to be able to, I say, jump at it and, but don't be afraid to fail. Cause I mean, it's failure is there for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. not, not everybody will buy, product a not everybody yeah. will will listen or watch what you do you know you may love it but not everybody will love it you know that's you think a lot of did you have those expectations whenever you first rocked into everything is that people are gonna you people are gonna love what you do because you love it so my grandfather he gave everybody advice when you know and, and the advice was do what you love and people will pay to do it um, you know, and, and so I, I, knowing what my grandfather has always told us and things like that, my dad did, has, you know, did what he loved and things like that. The reality is if you do what you love, people will pay you to do it. But if, when you're in, a, in a, if you get into a niche market, you have to say how many people are, you, you always, you, if you, you, you work at a bank, you understand numbers are real. They, yeah, they do, yeah. you know, you, you know, that someone's mortgage has to be this much a month and well, it's going to be this much a month. If they got car payments, it's this much a month. You have to be able to have all your bills covered to survive unless you have some nice big wad of cash stashed away somewhere. You, mm-hmm. But that money will disappear. So you have to have a plan. Now, that plan may not always work out how you want it and things change. You just got to be able to to you know move forward and and honestly budget it out how you you know whether it's your time whether it's your money whether it's everything to make it work how you want it's i mean it, it's scary i mean yeah. to, to break free and to do stuff like like what i'm doing i mean we, we i work with i do a lot of uh you know i help a lot of uh, other podcasters and things like that and you know i help i work with a lot of brands and i tell I don't. I probably should charge people for this, but I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, but I, you know, I I tell uh, a lot of podcasters. Listen, you you should be making money. You yeah. know, a- Anchor they they get that has a nice little commercial now that you get paid for the CPMs for you know for people listening, and which is nice, but it's still pennies. And so I tell every podcaster, if you're on Anchor, let that be your bonus check. So, yeah. So you know, use their advertisement, let it be there, but then find your own. You know whether it's affiliates whether it's a you know another cpm style or or both of them com- combined mm-hmm. you know make that's how you can get to where you need to be but you have to ha- have some idea of where you're gonna go with it yeah that's some that's some good advice um what are some of the rewards of the lifestyle that you've decided to adopt um i get to see my family more um i actually enjoy what i do a whole lot more i mean i still am on that sales and marketing stuff because yeah. i have to do it for my my own personal brand mm-hmm. but it's for my own personal brand so that's the reward alone i get to do i get to you know make my own entity i get to make my own dream yeah. if you would yeah absolutely. Um, absolutely so that's that's that'd be the probably the biggest thing right there and the scary part is if i don't push it and don't get, don't uh, make the, you know, push my dream and go for, the, you know, work with different companies, different ads, and we don't make it. So then that's the scary side. So I have to work all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. That's the thing about entrepreneurship that I don't think a lot of people get. You know, they want to start something and they're like, oh, well, I, I saw this person do it and they look cool because they have all these cars, they have this big ass house, they got all these things that they flaunt, but no one really understands like the work that it took to get them there. 
Well, it's 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 that you know you've everybody's seen that motivational poster somewhere which shows the iceberg. I mean, it shows that you know success is, but all oh, people yeah. all people see is the success of and of the iceberg, and that's it's just the part that's sticking out of the water. But they mm-hmm. don't see the part that's underneath the water, the larger amount. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's hard. I mean, you have to, you know, you there are there, you're going to have to make exceptions to your life, in which we have to do. You know, it, it, there, there's times that I'm I don't get home because I'm doing you know meetups. I'm working with other people and I'm you know collaborating and and uh, working with brands late at night where you know I I'm away but I'm not away. I, I may I'm with with being I guess that entrepreneur and and doing what I do. It's it's I'm able to allocate my time more wisely. If that makes sense because I think when you work for somebody you you go for the normal nine to five or whatever it is. If you're salaried, you go until they tell you to go home in some cases. Um, yeah. you're, you're stuck at that trade show, which I did a million trade yeah. show. You're stuck at that trade show, you know, for three days, to, three to four days, just there talking to people that you don't know and, and half the time that you don't really care about. And that sounds horrible, but that, that's what you're, you're forced into, the, into atmosphere that you don't want, don't enjoy being in. And mm-hmm. then when you're, when you're an entrepreneur, you have to force yourself to get out and do it. You know, yeah, you 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 work with those hours that even those hours you may not want to work, but you're still but because you give up some hours so you can have the hours that you want, if that makes sense. So no, that, that's and that's a hundred percent of the reality, I believe. <clears throat> I that, that, um, how do I put this? I think that a lot of people think they want to do something. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people, without the experience, they see something that worked for someone else, and they were like, you know what, I could do that. And then they dip their toes in the water and realize it's a little bit hotter than what's, you know what I mean? Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, being self-employed, being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. Yeah, you know, I think, 100%. I think, and I, you know, even uh, Gary Vee, I mean, he, he, he makes, <laughs> he makes everything sound so amazing, and he's very straightforward and blunt. But yeah. on the other on the other side of it all, I honestly believe everybody should try it once at least or twice at least, just so they can see it and see if, if they have the if they have the stomach for it. Because mm-hmm. you know I've had many nights where I just stay up late and don't even go to sleep because I'm I've got a deadline yeah. of things that I've yeah. got to get done so I can go do what I want to do. So I mean, you, you definitely your, your time is definitely totally different. I mean, you, it's just, you, when you're in charge of your time, if you don't have to worry, when you're not having to punch in and punch out, it's, it's literally, it changes things. It does, so, but then at the same time, it can be very like eye opening. You know what I mean? That right oh, there, oh, yeah. it shows well, you're, you if you're made out for it or not, because you well, can say, oh yeah, I'm an entrepreneur, but how many hours are you putting in? You know what I mean? Are you putting in those 10,000 hours or are you working on the weekends? Some weeks I put in ten thousand. You know, sometimes I put in those ten thousand hours, and sometimes I don't do a dang thing. Well, that I mean, at this point, I think you but probably you know I mean? have the liberty to do that. But whenever you're first starting out, it's a little bit of a different story, right? That first couple, well, like three years the, at least. The first problem with the well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the problem is though, when you first start out, you think you can have the time to do whatever you want to do. And even now, I still don't think I have the time to do what I don't do, but oh, we yeah, make no, the time. You never have time. You never. It, I felt like whenever I was doing my own business, I never had enough time. I'd be. No, I remember I adopted polyphasic sleeping, where you, <laughs> you know what it is by that laugh. 
um, yeah. for the listeners that don't know what it is, basically every four hours you sleep for 30 minutes, which yeah. in conclusion is supposed to add a two work days to your week. So you're going <laughs> to, of being awake, but nobody tells you that you drive yourself absolutely crazy doing that. Your body says this does not fit right. You can't yeah, do this. I, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was terrible. But that being said is I used that time. I utilized every little bit of time possible to be email you know campaign building be you know where can i place my money where is it going to be the best roi you know what clients am i working with how am i reaching new clients am i doing market research on these social media platforms blah 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 um yeah no it was crazy it, you know it, and it, i felt it like is definitely time. i have to say being, being running your own business being an entrepreneur doing doing what you love to do is a is a, is a mental it can turn you into a mental case yeah yeah no it was it was rough for me and i think because also you know i wasn't <clears throat> that's whenever i started my relationship as well so well it was tied between not only spending time with a girl that loved me she was in school we were we were both still in like that little bit of um we're in our 20s budget you know what i'm saying right so <laughs> um we're still trying to figure that part out while what? getting our future planned out together and whenever i was pursuing that thing it wasn't showing up you know what i mean right it wasn't showing up i was dead broke i was borrowing money all the time so yeah. it was like i'd and then whenever i'd get big checks i'd forget you know to save it i'd blow it on shit i'd go buy us <laughs> dinners and steaks every night and yes. then the end of the week came around i'm like well dang now i have to go find another three thousand dollar website to build the, the the biggest drain on anybody's budget and i hate i'm gonna say it i love eating out but it's it's eating at restaurants it, yeah. it's, that sucks your budget dry mm. so quick. And that, that, you know, my, my wife's an amazing cook. And so, you know, when I was traveling all that time, we, you know, I'd, I'd make some day good money. I'd make, we were making yeah. a ton of money, but I come home and first thing she wants to do is just go out to eat. And which of course I'm, <laughs> I've, I've been gone all the time. So I got, I was tired of eating out. I wanted a good yeah. home meal. So, but that she, she learned pretty quick. At least let me stay home for a couple of days. What's a good, good home cooked meal before we had to go out to eat. But no, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, you know, I, well, I, I can tell you it for me, I straight out. And, and it wasn't till what last year was it last year. Yeah. So de- a year ago in December. So I was, a. Uh, you know the the hours putting in and and the stress and things like that, and it's gotten a little bit better because I forced myself. Um, I wouldn't make any time to exercise. It wouldn't take me so, and mm-hmm. and I was eating crap all the time. You know, I <laughs> I would eat I'd he- eat with the family and do all that stuff, but then I you know I'm going meet with other clients and other people that are entrepreneurs and trying to work and deal with them and collaborate. So I'd be eating again, and so mm-hmm. I, I gained a lot of weight, and so you know I went from you know for what. Well, when I when we first got married, I was weighed what one seventy five, um, yeah. And then up until last year, not last year, in two thousand seventeen, I was at my heaviest I've ever been, and I was at two, little over two sixty. So, jeez, that's a, that's a little bit of a difference. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, I you know, not knowing I had high blood pressure, I was getting a lot of headaches, and so mm-hmm. I'm here thinking I just get migraines, just get migraines. So I'd pawn it off on that. So I ended up. I was out actually teaching a class uh, to the the um, uh, um, the what would you call them the chamber of commerce uh, one okay. of the, one of the chamber of commerce here to teach about YouTube and and how they can use it utilize it for uh, their marketing and things like that. I mean, if you don't if you're not in video, you're not making any money. You got to make. Yeah. You know, I mean, audio is good, but video is better. Um, of course, now audio seems to be making another comeback, which is really cool. But the uh, 
So I'm in that class. I'm sweating. I'm not. I'm like I'm not feeling well. Something's weird. So I'm I'm heading home. Then also my Apple Watch goes off and it tells me, "Hey, you have a very highly highly elevated really? heart rate." Yeah. So my Apple Watch saved my life. I can tell you that. Wow. Yeah. So that's I, crazy. I end up. I I'm driving. I'm like, oh, it'll go away. It'll go away. So it went away. It stopped and then it went off again. And so I call my wife and I'm like, I'm hit. I'm I'm. Well, I didn't call her till after I was. In the, I went to the, the hospital because I didn't have anything to check my blood pressure. I'm like, oh, maybe I have, maybe I'm, my blood pressure's up. I don't know. So I go in the hospital and I uh, lay at the, at the, you know, the check-in area. I'm like, could you guys just check my blood pressure? I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I just don't feel well. And the lady looks at me like, uh, okay. So she comes out. She puts the cuff on me and she looks at me. And get, you know, does the whole reading. She, I didn't even look at it until I went, until they rushed me to the back. But she's like, you uh-huh. need to, you need to come back here right now. <laughs> <laughs> And so I go back there. They, they you know, like, yeah, I'd say probably five or six nurses hit me. Two doctors come in there. Cardiologist comes in there. I'm like, what's happening? Then like, how are you talking to us? I'm like, uh, what do you mean? They're like, look at your blood pressure. I look back and it's I don't can't remember the numbers. It was it was like, it, it was off the charts. Put it that way. Really? And it was the guy. The doctor's like, you should be having a full total. Your heart should be failing right now. Wow. <laughs> so Holy apparently, crap. I got a I got a strong heart, but. Uh-huh. All these bad habits, that, that's the problem with, the, with I think, happens when, when you're an entrepreneur, especially if you stress, which I stress. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And so I was eating to cover up the stress. The is built on stress. You know? Oh, I mean, really? That's, that's, that's your life. <laughs> I mean, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Or are you doing enough? Or do you have time to do it? Yeah, that's it. And then you have to also figure out the work that you've been hired to do for other people. Yep. When you nope. do that stuff. That's exactly right. I got, I got a deadline. Got, oh, no, no. You, you get it. You get it. Yeah. And so, so long story short, you, I've changed things. Go ahead. You've changed things. What, yeah. what kind of um, – have you adopted any, like, practices or, you know, stress relieving techniques or maybe even time management skills that you'd like to share? Well, time management – I mean, I, I just I, – now I, I say okay, – now I typically say I will not work past, you know, 7 o'clock. And I don't, sure. and I don't seven o'clock is my cutoff. I, if I, if, you know, if, you know, as far as like, like podcast interviews, I'll do that after seven, but yeah, that depends on the day and who it's with and whatever, what's going on. Try, I typically try to schedule all that before. And it really depends uh-huh. on, it also depends on the time, the, the other person's, uh, you know, where they're, where they're, they're wanting to talk. Well, that or where they're located at. You know, I've got, uh, a, okay. time I've got, stuff. yeah, time zones. I've got a guy in India. He wants me to be on his podcast, and I'm here going, okay, you're 12 hours ahead of me, so I've got to do. Oh yeah, no, the other day actually, <laughs> I have one waiting to. It's in the backstock. I think it was the last one I recorded. Um, a gentleman named David Speed is a professional graffiti artist from London, UK. Nice. He's 18 ahead of me. Yeah, 18 hours ahead of me. So that was fun to schedule. And then I have another lady from Russia. Oh um, wow. We had some connectivity issues or else that episode would have already been co- uh, connected. We just couldn't hear each other. She okay. would talk for like two minutes and then it would just cut out. So Ouch. we're still working through that. But she's like um, – she's really interesting. She has a lot of talk about is like as far as how we view ourselves and how we view each other. Right. A lot of mindfulness stuff. Um, sorry, okay. I'm burping up my kombucha. Um, <laughs> is it as is, is it as good the second time as the first time <laughs> i don't know man it's a real vinegary taste kind of sneaks up on you after a while yes it does, yes, but, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so she talks a lot about that she talked about like you know the story we tell her i don't know she has a it's a very psychological background and i feel like foreigners understand this concept a lot more than 
people in the United States do. She's well, very holistic, I guess you could say. Okay. And I don't know, her vocabulary was just so huge, and it just blew my mind. Well, we, <laughs> I, I think most Americans in general, we stopped, actually, we stopped educating ourselves, whether it's through school. We think, okay, schooling's all we ever need, and then we really don't even educate ourselves. I mean, I, that's, I'm, I'm bagging on my own country and all my own people, yeah, but to no, be honest. No, we stop. Lazy, we don't really. Lazy. We are. We're Amer- lazy. America's are lazy. I mean, shoot, man, I weighed 175, and, and I, I was up to 200. <laughs> I, seriously, I mean, think about it. I'm lazy, and now I've turned into a lazy fat butt. I mean, I don't know. Exhibit so, A. Yeah, uh, no, uh, I, but I was there, though. I was there as well though because i remember like even you know i used to be real big into fitness and bodybuilding i got real big for a while i got stupid shredded and then when i got home when i had to, whenever the flood knocked me back to my hometown and i felt i got all depressed i stopped doing everything and got this little gut on me and no. it took me a minute and a half to get rid of it even now my girlfriend will still grab whatever i have left pisses I... me off but, uh... <laughs> because she knows it bothers you <laughs> yeah yeah oh man well and, and that that's i mean that, that's you know for me it I've I've learned, you know, my wife's a fantastic cook, but I've learned to say, okay, I, enough is enough. I will eat now, but I'm not going to eat later. I will eat this much. I I, I don't I don't use the normal a normal size American plate, if you would. I use a small, tiny baby plate now. It seems like, and so <laughs> if it fits on yeah, that little portion plate, controls. Well, it is. It's, it's seriously portion control, and then you know I've learned the fact that for me now I know people like the like all these different other I won't call them fads, but there are there are those diet fads. Oh yeah, keto stuff. For me, it's oh yeah. I, I, I sit back and like you know what? If I bring in X amount of calories, then I have to burn off X amount of calories, and I need to burn off that plus more to lose weight. Yeah. So then, you know what's actually, it's, it, it, simple math to me. It's, it's just simple me math. A lot, man, is um, intermittent fasting. See, that's buddy of mine does the same thing, and he and I'm he says you're essentially doing that, but you're not doing it full fledged. I'm like, well, okay. So he sent he he sent me a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm, I actually told my wife, I said, well, it looks like this is what I'm going to be doing because yeah. I'm on the I'm on the edge of doing it, but I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm it's, it wouldn't take much to change just to do to be on that intermittent fasting. It's not a, see, not the a big intermittent deal. Fasting I'm doing isn't even um. It's not strict. There's no strictness behind the, like what you're eating. Now, of course, I'm only like maybe 150, so okay. I'm, I'm all right. I'm a yeah. you know, but um, and, you know, <laughs> you... I'm working out every. I'm working out the workout regimen I'm on right now is only three days a week. It says it suggests like if I want better results to do brisk walking for 15 minutes, but right. I'm not gonna walk. Um, so and you know what I mean. It just to yeah. me, because of like my athletic composure. I feel like I look funny just walking, um, putting an <laughs> incline on a three, you know what I mean? And then just sitting yeah. there for 15 minutes. So well, I like walking if I'm outside, walking around, like I'll, I'll walk around, you know, the, the lake here and things like yeah. that. That's fine. But I hate treadmills. I just feel that you don't go anywhere. No, no. <laughs> and then you got to listen to some dude just flat footing the treadmill for 10 minutes, and then <laughs> yep. stopping and then flat footing yep. it again for, yeah. So no, but what I was going to mention to say was um, <clears throat> my, what I do is I'll drink um, carbonated water with right. a little bit of like flavoring. It has like five calories in the morning. Yep. And then after that, I'll drink a, you know, some coffee and I usually don't eat until like 12. My last meal at night is like, um, let's see, maybe nine o'clock. Okay. So I fast for 16 hours. Oh, and nice. then what I do is my first meal of the day, it is like really light. It's like three to 400 calories. And then oh, wow. the rest, my last meal, usually I try to put in the rest of, you know, um, the other 1200 calories. I put myself at a 20% body um, weight deficit or calorie deficit. So what right. I did is I kind of multiplied my body weight by 12 
and then what that number that came out was what I ate in calories. Now, as long as it's not over exceeding like twenty two hundred calories, then you should be fine. No, well, and that, and that's like I'm. I, that's what I've done. I've, I don't. I try not to eat past you know. Well, I'm going to do it today, but I usually try not to eat past seven o'clock, and I'm done. But I'm. I'm. Not, I look at the, what his schedule is because I mean I don't want. I really don't want anything sitting on my stomach overnight because I don't sleep well. I'm getting yeah. old when I'm getting to that point where like I don't. I don't want to get up in the middle like my dad. Like my dad does yeah. at three o'clock in the morning to pee. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think I do that anyways, man. I drink so much water. I can't. Oh that. man. Yeah, well, yeah. When you, I, I try to drink about a gallon of water a day, and let me tell you, I, I, my pee schedule oh, yeah, is pretty consistent. Oh man, it's all the time. Oh, <laughs> I might as well just get a catheter and right? just walk, <laughs> walk around with one all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, that's um, horrible. <laughs> let's see. Do you have any last messages? Because we're running up on about an hour, and usually I like to keep okay. these things around that time. I've had an amazing nope, time good. talking with you. Um, do you have any last messages? Anything that you'd like to share with um, the folks listening, as well as where people can find you, as far as like social media and website? Okay. Well, I guess the only message I'd tell people just do whatever you know. If any advice or whatever, it'd be be happy. I mean, seriously, everybody needs to be happy, and that's the, that's what you got to do. I mean. And then, you know, if, if everybody, anybody wants to find us, I mean, you can always find anything we do. Everything's under the same name. It's all, everything's under, it's called The Youngblood Life. So whether it's social media, whether it's YouTube, whether it's a, you know, podcast, it's all under The Youngblood Life. Even our website is actually The, the Youngblood, it's called TheYoungblood.life. So. That's your website? <laughs> yeah, TheYoungblood.life. Awesome. So every, everything's under The Youngblood Life. We made it easy because branding is simple if you do it right. And if you do it right, you can, you can actually make yourself a little bit of money. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely awesome well is there anything any other questions you had for me man no man i appreciate it I, I, this has been fun i love doing these things this is yeah. awesome it's been i like great, what you're man. doing thank I, you I, man. Like... I appreciate it so much and i appreciate you coming on here and kind of sharing your story man hopefully we can oh. have somebody out there and relate um and if you ever want me to you know <clears throat> cross promote jump on your podcast or you know if that's something that you do then i'd be totally welcome to I am totally down for that. I might, I might let's probably let's plan if anything plan on do that in here the next couple of months because that's uh I'm lining up a few of them uh, as we speak. So yeah, let's let's do that. Cool, cool. You'll just send so, me a message, brother. Hey man, it's been an um, amazing time talking with you, and thank you everybody for listening. All right, we'll see you guys. Take it easy. Hopefully, you've had an amazing time listening to this podcast. If you could do me a huge favor, I have a few questions to ask. One, if you'd like to support this podcast, go to Anchor fm forward slash melancholy condition there's a button on there that allows you to support just a dollar a month to help the future episodes of this uh, podcast progress secondly whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast on do me a huge favor and just give it a rating if you wanted to give a five star great if you wanted to give it a one star even better if you want to just go ahead and tell me everything that i'm doing wrong or everything that i'm doing right i would absolutely love it just anything helps and second, thirdly, if you have anybody that you'd like to send this podcast to, anybody that you think this episode particularly or any other episodes they may benefit from, do that and just share it with them. Thank you so much.